When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. On the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are Everything Entertainment. I am Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. And uh, we call those three things your three at 1203. Give me three! You got it! It's the three. I need three things at 1203. Three. That's a magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. Three. It is. It's the magic number. What does it all mean? Here's what we have for you behind door number three. Well, number three of the three things we think you need to hear to be in the know today. Last night was the SAG Awards. And uh, Morgan Freeman had an interesting moment when he was accepting his uh, Lifetime Achievement Award. Um, Apparently, somebody in the front row or in one of the front couple rows was bugging him because they were talking or not paying attention. And so he called them out. And here's what it sounded like. These moments in your life. Hey. I'm talking to you. Yeah. Hey. Okay, well, you just stand out for me, that's all. These moments in one's Wait, life... Hello? What was <laughs> that, that all bizarre? about? Well, it was kind of this bizarre moment. What's really funny is everybody is, like, all the media outlets, everybody who's talking on Twitter or whatever about this moment is trying to figure out exactly who he was calling out. Um, but it was so bizarre because it was so out of character. And here he's like doing this motivational speech. And then he stops to call out somebody up front. That's hilarious. Isn't that hilarious? Yeah. And then he just dragged it out. I will say it was an interesting, there was an interesting sort of interact. He, there was something off about the whole thing. And I don't know if they were the, trying to be funny. Sags? The, no, the, I'm sorry, the entire awarding of Morgan Freeman. Oh. Um, Rita Moreno gave him his award when he got up there. You know, there, it, there was just some awkward moments. And then as he's trying to get up to leave, he goes to grab the award. And apparently they're quite heavy. And he does this whole comical trying to pick it up but can't pick it up and then does pick it up. And then he says something about how heavy it is. It was just very awkward. Well, then didn't he talk about how um, it was like a male award? Like he called out the gender specificity of the award? Yeah, that it was an actor and not an actress. Yeah, it was just... And he was like, just think about that. And it was just... All around odd. That said, he is in one of my favorite movies of all time. So what? The Shawshank Redemption. Oh. I mean, it's like I love that movie in the way that you love the movies that are always on television. <laughs> I love that movie, and we have to watch it every time it's on. Behind door number two, let's see what we've got. Speaking of Morgan Freeman, speaking of the SAG Awards last night, 
And speaking of, as Colleen mentioned, Rita Moreno giving Morgan Freeman his award. Rita Moreno, you know, she just got an award herself, didn't she? Didn't she get an award recently? Anyway, mm-hmm. she is 100 million years old. She's actually 90-something, right? And uh, she was... Uh, a part, was What award ceremony well, was that? Uh, I, I, it was... Re- I think, was it last year at the SAGs that she got? Anyway, let me look. Uh, I'm looking here to, anyway, to find out. So Rita Moreno, um, you know, has been in, like, everything. If you just want to know about a life in Hollywood and, like, Broadway... Look up Rita Moreno, study her life. It's amazing. Regardless, she came on stage, as you mentioned, Colleen, to mm-hmm. give Morgan Freeman his award. And let's hear this exchange, shall we? Will this thing come up or I just have to bend over? Morgan, Morgan. Huh? Lift up your hat. Lift it up. There you go. Now we can see you. <laughs> okay. You have no idea how long I had to put up with that. So that was Rita Moreno telling Morgan Freeman to put his hat up because nobody could see his eyes. Yeah, because he was and wearing he's a like, baseball cap, which was also weird. He goes, you don't know how long I had to put up with that. And that is, of course, because the two of them starred in the electric company in the mid-70s. Um, and uh, just in case you've forgotten or didn't know, well, I feel like there's probably people out there who are like, what's an electric company? It was essentially like Sesame Street, but better. Yeah. Um, but here is uh, Rita Moreno and Morgan Freeman from the electric company way back in the mid 1970s. You got soup. We got soup. What kind of soup? All kinds of soup. We got beet soup, that's a sweet soup. Then there's meat soup, parakeet soup, shredded wheat soup, and concrete soup, and the special today, dirty feet soup. Dirty feet? Oh, forget about the soup. Let's see what you got in the menu here. Uh, you got sandwiches? We got sandwiches. What kind of sandwiches? All kinds of sandwiches. We got ham sandwich or a jam sandwich, like a lamb sandwich or a clam sandwich, Alabama sandwich, that's a yam sandwich, or how about a telegram sandwich? So that's Rita Moreno so and Morgan great. Freeman. Um, if you ever want to just relive your childhood, you can go back on YouTube and watch all sorts of clips from the electric company. And um, That's a fun blast from the past. You know, that had all sorts of people in addition to Morgan Freeman and Rita Moreno. It had Bill Cosby and um, and a, a whole cast of others, people that you would have uh, known going forward. And that, that, again, took place from, I think, like the, let's see, 1960. 71 uh, to the mid to late 70s and then it was in syndication of oh, course yeah. through the 80s. Yeah, and that's where where I would have watched it. Uh you asked or you you were wondering where we had seen Rita Moreno t- uh get an award recently. Yeah. So there's a couple. The first one is in uh 2015 she was uh she received the Kennedy Center honor. Okay. But then also before that in 2014, she was, uh, she got the Lifetime Achievement Award at the Screen Actors Guild Awards. All right. So it has been in recent years that we have seen a lot of her. And she's 86, by the way. And she's amazing. Yeah. Go watch One Day at a Time if you haven't seen it. Yes. And here it is behind door number one. Nicole Kidman uh, picked up an award last night at the Screen Actors Guild Awards for her work in Big Little Lies. And um, that was awesome. And I was really excited for her. And I loved that movie or that show. And I was really proud. But then I got mad. Listen to the listen to her accept the award. And then I'll tell you why I was angry with her. Yikes. I'm crying. Um, 
means a lot to me. I've been working since I was 14 years old. Thank you, SAG-AFTRA. To receive this at this stage in my life is uh, extraordinary. Um, and at this time in the industry when these things are going on and for this role, um, I would like to acknowledge the other actresses in this category. Reese Witherspoon, Laura Dern, Susan Sarandon, and Jessica Lange. I revere you, I've watched you, um, and I've learned from you. And there's others, Meryl Streep, Jane Fonda, Judy Davis, Isabel Huppert, Shirley MacLaine, Judy Dench. The list is so long, and I would love to say so many more names, but I can't right now. But I want to thank you all for your trailblazing performances you've given over your career, and how wonderful it is that our careers today can go beyond 40 years old. Because <laughs> 20 years ago, we were pretty washed up by this stage in our lives. So that's not the case now. We've proven, and these actresses and so many more are proving that we are potent and powerful and viable. And to my family, I am nothing without you. What a blessing, and thank you to all the actors that gave me the chance to say this. Okay, did you hear all the sniffles in there? Yes. Well, what you missed is she also said that she's nervous because uh, she was working until 1 a.m., but she has the flu right now. Um. Nicole Kidman... Beautiful, amazing, so talented Nicole Kidman. Basically, made everyone at the SAG sick. Showed up at the SAG uh. Awards, walked the red carpet, uh, sat at the table, shared space with people, and she has the flu. Oh my! I, brain. you know, can I just as a who you? Hi, I'm. I'm excited Deep for breaths. her. I'm proud of her. I know that she. This was a huge honor for her. This was her first SAG after a SAG uh, award. Uh, that she'd ever won. She's been acting for quite some time. She's beautiful. All of that said, girl, stay home. Yeah. I do not <laughs> celebrate the heroic effort of showing up somewhere when you have the flu. Yeah. Which incidentally has killed upward of 30 children so far this year. Yes. And oh, many adults as well. I mean, it's shocking and horrible and tragic, but um, yeah, the flu Keep is it at no home. Joke. Keep the flu at home. Quarantine yourself. I'm sorry. I don't want you to miss your big award. Stay home, girl. That's all. I just had to like get that off my chest because it's driving me nuts. Well, I'm glad you did. Do you but feel congratulations better? I feel like there's some bigger things to worry stay about. Home. Just stay home. Just yeah. stay home. If you have the flu, stay home. Yeah, or this just is... stay home because like, why, who doesn't want to stay home on a day like today? Well, yes. I mean, I get it. I understand that she wanted to be there to receive her award. Keep yeah, your but, flu at home. But who cares? Nobody cares. Mm -hmm. They want to be healthy. All right. Let me breathe through that. Hold on. All right. When we come back, Elizabeth Reese has brought a heaping helping of dirt straight out of Hollywood. We call it a dirt alert, and she'll be here to give it to us after this on My Talk 1071. Hey, Donna. I'm loving our 28. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Elizabeth Reese has arrived with the dirt from Hi, Hollywood. Elizabeth. Hello, well, Elizabeth. Hello. Happy. Whoa, it's a blizzard out there. Big time. It's blizzard. Can you tell I don't have any windows where I am? How yeah. amazing. My yeah. golly. Amazing is not the yeah. word. It's amazing when you don't have to travel in it, I'm sure, to everybody on the roads right now. Please drive carefully. That's true. And just leave work early. Everything yeah. should just shut down. Yeah, oh, I'm gone. Bye, guys. I would like everybody later. to be gone by three so that when we get off the air, the roads are clear. Yeah, okay? you got nice. time. 
get busy. That's a great idea. Who would win in a cage fight, Megan Kelly or Jane Fonda? Jane Fonda. Jane Fonda, 150%. Boy, these all day, two, every day. They are, they are not liking each other. And uh, Megan Kelly tore into Jane Fonda today for balking at her question about her plastic surgery and then uh, reminded all of the Megan Kelly Today viewers of uh, Jane Fonda's comments about the Vietnam War. Mm-hmm. 100 years ago. May I just use, or uh, Bradley, could you repeat what you said when we talked about this in the Dirt Alert update? If you have to reach all the way. Oh, if you have to go all the way back to Vietnam to drag someone, I feel like you need to maybe like up your uh, dragging game because, girl, I mean, you could have done like 20 other things and like, "Mm, I know I'm going to call her a, a draft dodging, you know. Uh, communist. I mean, yeah. come yeah. on, Hi. nobody even remembers that, much less cares. I know. Yeah. This is going back to when Megan Kelly asked Jane Fonda about aging and her openness about her surgery, and Jane Fonda grew tense and said, we really want to talk about that now. And then Jane Fonda continued to criticize Megan Kelly during media appearances. I mean, she was asked about it. Right. And then, but there were a couple of, like, cutting jokes mm-hmm. between Lily Tomlin and uh, Jane Fonda as they promote their show. Uh, but Megan Kelly says she has no regret, regrets about that question. And she said, nor am I in the market for a lesson from Jane Fonda on what is or is not appropriate. I just, again, now, right. if I were an advisor of Megan Kelly, I would maybe say this is best sort of just left behind you to drag well, it out and put it out in front of everybody only shows that you are insecure. It's a little petty. I, well, it's and I very think she's petty. trying to get ratings. You guys, she's trying to do some like Wendy Williams stuff here because I mean, I feel so, I feel bad for Megan in a way and bad, not meaning like, yeah, bad sorry. when she gets her $20 million a year paycheck. Yeah. yeah I feel like bad about that. One privileged woman attacking another privileged woman about their privilege is a little weird, but that aside, yeah, yeah. From, not the first time nor from the just like a reality TV show standpoint, I'm like, I feel like Megan is a very intelligent person with incredible talents who is not served by doing this job, like because the demands of this job on her are not something she is up for. Meaning, yeah, if you're going to play in that sandbox, you're going to have to be petty. You're going to have to talk about what everybody's talking about, mm-hmm. whether you want to talk about it or not. Yeah, you have to be a little light and fluffy and airy in a way that I don't think she is and so in that way i feel like i feel like she would have been better served on like you know cbs like doing some investigative reporting for sure for sure absolutely i think also though to come back to jane fonda and have her take a little bit of responsibility i mean i think back to this might be going back a little far but do you remember when matt lauer asked anne hathaway about photos that were taken of her as she like what was it she got out of, she a, got car. Out of a car and she didn't uh, have, have little undergarments undies on. On, and yeah. so there were photos taken of it and matt lauer asked anne- hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting go to your happy place for a happy price go to your happy price priceline I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Hathaway about this and basically was like, well, what happened? <laughs> People certainly saw a lot more of you than they meant to. And Anne Hathaway delivered such a lovely, articulate response saying that essentially that I'm so sad that we live in a society where people who do not want to be sexually exploited are sexually exploited, something to that mm-hmm. effect. And I feel like Jane Fonda almost had an opportunity to to really say something. You know, I know she wasn't prepared for it. Right. That's fine. But to say, you know, I would love it if we were in a society where men and women were asked about those things equally, where I didn't always feel like it was always about my appearance, you know, whatever, something like that. But yeah. that being said, Jane Fonda has also made a living promoting looking good yeah right and megan but you know like if i were the interviewer and i asked a question i realized very quickly that the interviewee um was going in the wrong direction i've been like i'm really sorry that where i was coming from was simply you've made that you've been very open about it i thought perhaps you'd use this as a moment of empowerment but i'm totally fine with not talking about it and then you just move on but it became the sort of like this yeah there was a civil conversation that could have happened at any point during this that that is clearly not happening and now we're watching the uh, the after effects of that. Yeah, we are. Do, should we talk about something else, Petty? Yes. The, the Razzie nominations oh, are I out. I love that. <laughs> One day before uh, we get the Oscar nominations, the Razzies has revealed who the contenders are for 2017's worst performances. Uh, Transformers The Last Night has the honor of having the most nominations on the list today. Nine. Recognized in <laughs> categories including worst picture, worst actor, actor Mark Wahlberg. Worst Supporting Actor, Josh Duhamel and Anthony Hopkins, and Worst Screenplay. <laughs> what came I in second? I, like, I forgot that that even was a I thing. I mean, too. What came in second with eight nominations is Fifty Shades Darker. Mm. I will say I laughed a lot more than I think they were intending you to in that movie. In that movie? Oh, my gosh, I yes. can't even. Uh, those two films are joined in the Worst Picture category by Baywatch, The Emoji Movie, and The Mummy. The winners will be announced on March 3rd, in case you were wondering. I thought the Baywatch was kind of uh, yeah, funny. I'm actually a little bit upset that that ended up in that pile yeah, next guys, to the emoji movie. You guys have such a biased Zac Efron love. There is By no the way, way that you duh. can be trusted to True. make an actual decision on that That's movie. All you were doing was staring at his abs. Who is also, by the way, nominated for Worst Actor? Zac Efron. You're right. He is along with... Which is unacceptable. Yeah. And Johnny I've Depp and Tom Cruise. To yeah, well, you know, some people deserve it. And let's just say... You know, maybe they just had to fill the category out. Yeah, but they weren't saying he had the worst abs. Now, if they took no, the issue yeah, with that, I would, I would probably protest. It wasn't worst actor abs. It was Thank just God. worst actor. Luckily mm-hmm. for them. So there you go. Uh, Princess Eugenie is engaged to her boyfriend, Jack oh, Brooksbank. Isn't that nice? Who is a brand ambassador, which I'm like, what does that mean? What is that? That yeah. just means that you get paid to be an ambassador of the brands. I want to, to be a brand ambassador and walk around and have your photo taken. I feel like brand ambassadors oftentimes are just people with like big insty followings yeah. who get free stuff. <laughs> but how bully do we, for him. How do it's I great. get that? 
It's great. The wedding will take place. Everybody follow me on Instagram. I would like this job. The wedding will take place in the autumn of 2018 at St. George's Chapel in Windsor. A busy, busy year for the royals. I was going to ask, do you think, Elizabeth, because here I all of a sudden was back to the crown, and I thought, wow, I wonder if she had to hold back her engagement because of the Mm -hmm. bigger engagement, Mm -hmm. and then I wonder if she was like mildly bitter that like somebody stole her thunder. I'm sure these two have been dating for seven years too. They met when she was 27. Oh yeah, now she's 27. Yeah. when she was 20, but they've been together for seven years. Oh, I bet that she, behind closed doors, was muttering like Donnie does Rasa out in the Frasa. open here. Yeah. <laughs> this is the other thing. I wonder if they if they like had to change the wedding time planning because Harry sure. and Meghan Markle are getting married at the same location, but they're getting married in May. Yeah. And so then these two have to wait till autumn. Like have to wait until like, autumn. You're just going to have to hold off on your Man. announcement for another month. <laughs> You'll remember the yeah. Duchess of York and Prince Andrew are also parents of Princess Beatrice. And Beatrice mm-hmm. and Eugenie, they get a rough deal, man. They do. I yeah. mean, I mean people, they make fun of them and the tabloids. The throne is well, hard. and they're always I, like made fun of for wearing ridiculous yeah. things and not, not being super pretty. And they are lovely girls. Yeah, and I do, I feel like there was like a moment of grace around them um, after uh, William and, and Kate's uh, wedding. I feel like people were like, oh, okay, they were going to be a little bit nicer about yeah, that. Yeah, come on, Eugenie. And plus, they're just like one royal yacht sinking away from Exactly. So let's be nice. Winning the big, the big shoe. <laughs> one royal yacht <laughs> sinking away. That is my favorite. Thanks, guys. Elizabeth Reese, thank you. You can check out our next Dirt Alert at 520-651-641-1071. We need somebody to play the 30-second pop culture challenge. We've got 30 seconds and five questions. You could win a prize if you get them all right. Top 1071. Everything. Snozberries. Who ever heard of a snozberry? It's Bradley Trainer. And this is our 30-second pop culture challenge. 30-second pop culture challenge. And who's playing today, Colleen? And what are they playing for? We have Amber on the line. And Halls, what's Amber playing for today? A four-pack of tickets to see Paddington 2. Wonderful. All right. And, uh... Let's get right to it. The timer will begin after I ask the first question. Are you ready? Yes. All right. Steve-O became famous on what TV prank show? Dumbass. Nope. Is that right? Nope. Um, Jackass. Princess Eugenie is the daughter of which former royal? You just said it. Um, Former royal. Prince Philip. Uh, no. Mm, the brother. The Do you brother. want to pass? Yes. Hillary Duff starred in what Disney show? Oh, oh boy, I sucked at that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Amber? You can try again tomorrow. Every day we do it at 1230. Thank you for playing today. All right. And uh, for those of you who didn't catch that, let's go through the answer or the questions, shall we? Let's. Princess Eugenie is the daughter of which or actually, no, no, she got the first one. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Princess Eugenie is the daughter of which former royal? So uh, she, I think we were going for Fergie, Sarah Ferguson, but Prince Andrew, Duke of York is the father. Of yes. them. Uh, Sarah Her. Ferguson, otherwise known as, as Fergie. Fergie. Not Fergalicious Fergie. <laughs> not Correct. from the Black Eyed Peas, no. Uh, Hillary Duff starred in what Disney show? Lizzie McGuire. What are the furry woodland creatures featured in the movie Return of the Jedi? The Ewoks. 
And the movie Space Jam stars which sports superstar? Michael Jordan. There you go. There you Thank go. Thank you. Thank you. And we play that. Uh, it's the 30-second pop, pop culture challenge. We play it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show. You could win a prize, and we will play it again tomorrow. Now... We like to solve mysteries. That's another thing we like to do here on the Colleen and Bradley Show. We like to do it in the form of blind items provided to us by our friend Holly. It is called Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. All of our blind items today have to do with things that happened either at the Producers Guild of America Awards over the weekend or the Screen Actors Guild Awards. So these are all things that happened over the weekend. None of these blind items are confirmed, so we're only speculating on these blind items. Let's start with the first one. We've got an A-minus list, mostly movie actress. Okay. All right. An A-minus list, mostly movie actress who probably should be lower, but that celebrity offspring thing in her past work keeps her there that high. She got her lips filled this week. She broke the first rule, which is to get them filled at least a couple weeks out of an award show. She sounded completely different and her lips were swollen. The saving grace for her was that no one was focused on her lips. Is it? it it's not Kate Hudson, is it? Oh, it is Kate Hudson. Uh Interesting. Mm. Um, Okay. Okay. So, okay. Fill in the blanks. Do it again. And then we'll talk. Okay. Fill in the blanks. Mm -hmm. Kate Hudson got her lips filled this week. She broke the first rule, which is to get them filled at least a couple weeks out of an award show. She sounded completely different and her lips were swollen. However, the saving grace for her was that no one was focused on her lips and I'll fill in the blank. They were all focused on her atrocious dress. Yes, her atrocious dress was horrendous. I mean, what was she thinking? Okay, Bradley, have you seen this thing? Mm-mm. Okay, here. I, I'm going to show it to you because I have it up here. It is, there's a doily oh, weird. turtleneck situation and then it looks like a valentine gone wrong. It's like a light pink with black hearts all over it and like graduated ruffles throughout the skirt and its floor length. It's yeah, not cute. Heinous. Um, and I will say her short hair, she's rocking her short hair, but you kind of can see the plumpers in the lip area. And she presented with her mom, Goldie Hawn. So that's that celebrity offspring piece that sort of tipped me off to it. Yes. Uh, and that was sort of an awkward presentation as well. So, so it was just all about strange things were awkward. happening. Strange yeah. things were happening, yeah. not at the Circle K, but on Kate Hudson's exactly. face. Exactly. That's right. All really right. and really from head to toe, frankly. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the next blind item. Blinded by the item. We have an A minus list actress, a different one. An A minus list actress and also a red carpet host. Okay. This publicist... Wait, yeah, two separate people. Two separate Got people, it. Okay, that's okay. correct. A married A-list actress and a red carpet host. The publicist for this married A-list actress gave this red carpet host, you all know, a bunch of grief because for once in her life, the host asked a tough question about a relative of the actress. It is probably the last time the host will ask such a question. Was it Juliana Rancic? Was that the, the questiony person? The, the host. Thank you. You're welcome. The question person. <laughs> that she was the person who asked the question. And then I'm wondering if the A minus list actress was, I need to remember her name. Uh, hold please. Allison Bree. Okay. Where so, did you come up with that? Well, because I w- watched and the question that she, I don't remember exactly how she phrased the question, but she asked about James Franco. And then Allison Bree, who is the sister-in-law 
of James Franco. She's married to David, Dave Franco, his little brother. Uh, and she was sort of forced on the red carpet to speak about the allegations against her brother-in-law. Huh. A that's sexual right. assault. Oh, that's right. So we'll oh, fill in the blank. The publicist for Allison Brie gave Juliana Rancic a bunch of grief because for once in her life, Juliana asked a tough question about a relative of the actress, James Franco, being the brother-in-law of Allison Brie. And it's probably the last time Juliana will ask such a question. Yeah, I don't feel like that's your shtick when you're on the red carpet. You're like, who are you wearing and why? Yeah, but here's the thing. I'm going to... I'm. I'm not going to defend Juliana Rancic in this. However, I am going to say that that is what makes it very difficult um, because they have been told to stop asking about what the women are wearing and ask more mm, direct and pointed questions. I'm guessing more about their career. Yeah, but I think Juliana Rancic responsible for. I mean, she has the sister-in-law. Yes, is not responsible for answering for James Franco. Right. Right. I mean, you know, I'm I'm certain there were other questions she could have asked that would have been better. But I, for whatever reason, that's what she decided to do. And well, it presented a very awkward And I feel moment. like you're darned if you do and you're darned if you don't. Because mm-hmm. there's the whole, there was, at least a couple years ago, the whole ask her more yes. concept on the red carpet. And so that's what Juliana Rancic was probably trying to do. And then she but got she asked the wrong more. Yeah, yeah. The wrong, yeah, the wrong more. All right, let's move on to our last blind item of the day about award shows over the weekend. So this happened at the Producers Guild of America Awards, which also happened over the weekend. So we have two people in this blind item. A former A-plus list mostly movie actress okay. and an A-plus list showrunner. Okay. Two people in this blind item. Here we go. What started out as a great night for this former A-plus list, mostly movie actress turned permanent A-lister who does not work much, and this A-plus list showrunner ended badly. Apparently, the showrunner wanted the actress to come to his defense to some reporters who were digging into his sordid past. The pair had a heated argument about the refusal of the actress to get involved, and I don't think the friendship is going to be repaired anytime Hmm. soon. Interesting. Okay. A plus list, mostly movie actress who doesn't work that much. And the showrunner's a male. And a showrunner who is a male. Yeah. And apparently there are, are there currently some allegations about this showrunner kind of being floated? A little in the bit. Media? Maybe some blind items about this showrunner. He's not in the public eye yet for some of okay. these things, but maybe he will be soon. Okay. Did he, the A plus, the former A plus list mostly movie actress ever work on a show with him yes yes so they have a professional relationship together okay can you give us um a clue this showrunner has a show that just premiered last week on fx ryan murphy interesting now Hmm. think of jessica lang Oh, all right. Read it. Interesting. Read it. What started out as a great night for Jessica Lang and Ryan Murphy ended badly. Apparently, Ryan Murphy wanted Jessica Lang to come to his defense to some reporters who were digging into his sword past. The pair had a heated argument about the refusal of Jessica Lang to get involved, and I don't think their friendship is going to be repaired anytime soon. Ooh. So basically, we're waiting for stuff to come out about Ryan Murphy. Yeah. 
Interesting. Now, I haven't read, and, and if we did talk about them, the, this in this segment, I don't remember it. We haven't really. Okay. What are the blind items that are circulating currently about uh, Ryan Murphy? Uh, there were some things on crazydaysandnights.net. Uh, being that he is involved in uh, some sword details. Now, I, they're big blind items, and okay. we haven't talked about okay. them, but you can dig on crazydaysandnights.net okay. that he has been involved in some things that would not be good well, for his career. Can I just say a rudimentary Google search says Ryan Murphy finally admits to infighting and cast member hookups on the set of Glee. Yes. Although I, I think that's probably referring to other cast members hooking up with each other versus him, him hooking, up, hooking with- up with cast members. Interesting. This will be interesting. Okay, so so we will keep our ear to the ground on any information coming out about Ryan Murphy, um, because it sounds like, uh, at least from that blind item, that the press is already on it, and they are looking for uh, some commentary from people who have worked with him. Interesting. Hmm. All right. Well, thank you, Holly, for once again blind delivering those blind, blind items. Now, I do just want to say the snow is coming down out there. Be careful. And people are already... Already miffed in life because there was a football game last night there that was? didn't go our what? way. What? Yeah, oh. I know. I meant to check on that. What happened? Yeah, yeah we lost, you, you guys. Oh. The Vikings Bloop. lost. So I think there's some sadness and perhaps some bad attitudes out there. And we are going to attempt oh. to turn your frowns upside down with a little thing we like to call Toto, Toto Request, Request Live! Live. Give us a call, 651-641-1071. Request your favorite Toto song. Really, you only have four options, so you're just determining the order in which we play them. We will be back with some Toto music after... Toto Request Live on the Colleen yes. and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Too short, man. Agreed. Uh, we are on MyTalk1071.com streaming live. We're also broadcasting to you right here. Uh, and we are Everything Entertainment. I am Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. And um, you may have heard us say Total Request Live, but no. No, Toto. That's not what we said. Total Request Live. Meaning all the songs by our friends and favorite group, Toto. And when I say all of them, I just mean four. So you have four options. That Basically, you can it's, it's the Toto songs that we all know and love. If you, if if the general public doesn't know the Toto song, we won't play it. But if it fulfills our criteria, we'll play it because it makes us happy. Should we just do it? For example, okay, yes. But six five one six four one one zero seven one. If you have a Toto request, we are taking your requests on Toto Request Live. It sounds like this. Some people. Steve Lukather, he can really rock that guitar. You don't even know who he is. David Page on the keyboard. Steve Percaro on the synthy. That's what, what did I like you just to call say? the synthesizer. Okay, thank you. Joseph Williams, lead vocals. I don't oh, even know if he's song. singing vocals on this song, but whatever. Anyway, to that's Total Request Live. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, put, bring it back oh. up. Bring it back up. 
Here we, we go. Gotta hear. Here we go. Also, when we say Total Request Live, we're talking about the band, not the toilet company. Thank you. Here we go. As soon as We do it. That's we how are, we deal with dark days. Yeah, we are trying to cheer you up because number one, I'm pretty sure all the snow that we were ever supposed to get for the last 10 years is dumping on us in, right now as we speak. Also, you may have heard uh, that the purple and gold did not fare so well last night during the big uh, champ- championship sports ball game. 651-641-1071. Toto request live. Let's go to Patty. Hi, Patty. Hi. Uh, could you play a little bit of Hold the Line? We would love to play Hold Just the Line. Just for you, Patty. Thank you, Patty. Oh. Oh. No yes. Oh, I just, it's always it feels my ears okay, when sorry. you play You can sing. I know, I'm really pushy. You're being very pushy right now. Let's all sing. Did you know the words? Yeah. It's not you gotta get the woes yeah. in. Hold the line. Love isn't always on time. Wow, that got like whoa, whoa, whoa. real hair band there. Oh, thank you I for love that, that Patty. Song. I feel like I want to just go to the ground round and eat peanuts and listen to Toto. Throw Dan, the shells on the floor. Old Laurel and Hardy movies yes, at the same and time. Get things out of the treasure chest. And pay your weight. <laughs> That's a rough spot. Colleen. It is a really sad place for me. Okay. Uh, let's go to Amy. Amy, what is your request on Toto Request Live? Uh, how about a little Africa? How about a little Africa? A little? How about a lot? Yes, thank you, Amy. Oh, oh feel yes. it. Yes, this is the this is the one. This is the song that started it all, you guys, mm-hmm. for the Colleen and Bradley show. Uh, we just started playing this. Remind me, Colleen, when uh, we had like two weeks solid of rain yes. and dreary weather here in Minnesota. We needed to turn it a around years ago. And then uh, this just became our like anthem for getting out of the doldrums. Yeah, it should make you feel good inside. Let's pump it up. All right, let's do it. Yep, uh, and pump it up wherever you are and sing along when you know. And if you screw up the words, it's, it's fine. Okay, we do we it do all the time. I stopped an old man along the way, hoping to find some forgotten words or ancient melodies. You can always go. just okay. do the last word. He turned to me as if to say. Listen, if you are cruising down the highway 
and all this snow is dumping on you, just, you know what, slow it down. When life takes a dump on you, you just flush it down with a little Africa. Yes. That is. Remember to turn on your headlights when you're driving. Thank you. Day running lights are not enough in this weather, folks. We need full headlight, uh, all lights on board. I don't know what that means. Well, that sounded so <sighs> professional. I, um, I wasn't do, ready for it. Can we do one more really quick? Do we have time? There is only one more. Yeah, and we'll have it play us out, okay? <laughs> okay, perfect. All right, it's... All right. Rosanna. Yes. Rosanna, Rosanna. When we come back here, ooh, we've got some Kardashian news. We're oh, you're going to die. You're going to lose your stuff. Okay, well, Kardashian news. But sing along. Yeah.